I think it actually showed the degree of anger within the public service and also I think a perfectly legitimate degree of anger. The fact that they wouldn't let Judith Macy speak, I mean, here's a man who was the former general secretary of the South African Democratic Teachers Union, who now as a minister is trying to impose a 3% wage agreement without negotiation, which actually is contrary to the International Labour Organization rules, the conventions. It's also contrary to our own Labour Relations Act. I think the government has made a complete mess of this thing. They keep saying that it's because they have to cut back on the amount that the public sector costs. And I think that many of the public sector unions have made it perfectly clear that what the government is doing is they're throwing in everything, including Parliament, this grossly inflated uh, cabin to 63 ministers and deputy ministers, hugely overpaid, along with everything else. The real public service, the people who actually do the work, the nurses, the helpers, the people who work in the health sector, the firefighters, etc., they are the people who are not very highly paid. And they're the ones who are now being <laughs> imposed upon by the government. Mm. You say the workers' frustrations are legitimate, but I wanted to find out from you, is the demand for a 10% wage increase feasible as government says they can only afford 3%? Government can afford a lot more than 3%. And, I mean, that's been shown. You can cut the fat in certain areas in order to pay for it if you have to. And the point is, 10% has been asked for. The unions made it perfectly clear that they would settle, and that was earlier on, for 7.5%. And government could then have settled it. Government now says, oh, no, we're going to have 7.5% because what we're going to do is we're going to remove the 1,000 rand gratuity, which public sector workers have already been paid, has been budgeted for. We're going to remove it in March, and we're then going to incorporate it into their salary, and that will bring it up to 7.5%. This is a bit of sleight of hand, which is quite honestly quite ridiculous, because it's a matter of robbing Peter to pay Paul, moving money from one pocket to another. Uh, government has not been honest about this. They've dragged the negotiations on to just before Christmas, and nobody, everybody knows that workers do not want to have a dispute over Christmas. And so they're perhaps hoping that they can buy uh, time by getting them to accept the 3% which is now being imposed. That may happen, but it will leave a legacy of bitterness and a lot more strife into the new year. Now, why do you think the ANC affiliates, COSATU and the SSCP, are failing to take on the ANC over the party's um, somewhat failure to protect the public sector bargaining resolutions? Well, the point is that, you know, the SACP in particular and COSATU as part of the alliance should now make, may, perhaps make a major break. I don't know whether they will or will not. Because don't forget that we've had this issue happen twice in the past. In 1999, we had the imposition. And once again, the majority of unions who happened to be allied with the ANC, with the governing party, went along with it. When the majority goes along with it, it gets carried. We had in 2018 a deal where all the unions said, look, 
We don't know what's going to happen with inflation. Let us have an annual wage negotiation. It sounds quite sensible. Government said, no, please help us because we need to be able to plan ahead so we would like a three-year deal. And they got a three-year deal. The PSA, which is probably the biggest or certainly one of the biggest of the of the uh, public sector units or public sector uh, service association didn't go along with it, but they were the minority because the majority of the other unions together who were aligned with Kosaju, aligned with the ANC, agreed to that deal. And then the government reneged on it on a technicality. They actually didn't pay that final tranche of the three-year agreement. Then, and that is, I mean, this is what is really terribly galling for most of the, of the public sector workers, and most of them seem to know what it's all about, is the fact that government then gets itself given 3% for the last year that they were not paid, but they also backdated. They backdated the 3% that they get this year to last year as well. So in effect, I mean, I think the government has actually managed to get itself a little seven and a half percent. These are people who are already, I would argue, from a trade union point of view, vastly overpaid. So I think they're buying a big fight and a long and drawn out fight. Mm. So do you think the ANC is headed for a collision course with its alliance partners over this current wage impasse? I think there's every likelihood that this is the case. I think that there's more likelihood of disillusionment, more disillusionment setting in, more people saying, oh, what the hell, we don't really bother dropping out. We have that with, with the voting. I mean, ever since 1994, the number of voters has dropped consistently. We now have a minority government. 38% of the country's voters vote for the ANC, which has a 66% majority in Parliament, because people say, what's the use? We have no real power. Putting an X on a piece of paper every five years means is meaningless. And unfortunately, that is what is happening more and more.